You're listening to the Mark White Show. That's a good how do you do. <laughs> Are you building your dream home? Or have you decided to stay in your current home and remodel? Either way, we all know that kitchens and baths are smart investments when it comes to the value and livability of our homes. Regardless of the project size or complexity, you want and deserve quality products and amazing service before, during, and most importantly, after the sale. A big part of that service is dealing with people that understand their products and can provide advice and consultation that you can rely on. Sounds like a tall order for sure. Who can give you the brands you know and trust and the professional help you deserve? Our friends over at Park Supply Company, of course. They are the go-to for all of your kitchen, bath, and DIY needs. Visit their locations in Huntsville and Athens and you will understand the difference of the Park Supply way. Large selection with the small hometown feel you love. Mention this ad and receive a one-time coupon good for $10 off of a $50 purchase. Go to parksupplycompany.com and connect with them today. Have you been searching for a rewarding career as labor, skilled labor, or lead man supervisor? Premier Structures may have the career you've been looking for. Premier Structures offers three stages of profit sharing, 70% of health insurance covered for individuals, and plenty of room for growth. Premier Structures is located in Athens, Alabama, and serves all of North Alabama, and is licensed in Alabama and Tennessee. To find your career with Premier Structures, Go to premierstructures.com or give them a call at 256-232-2092. Bob Sykes Barbecue has a big announcement. They are now delivering to your home or office. Just order online and we'll take care of the rest. Check them out at bobsykes.com. Sometimes life brings you a moment you always will remember. Some of nature's most beautiful creations framed by places we know and cherish. And aren't we in luck that some of life's most memorable scenes are right here at home, all together at Alabama the Beautiful, the group on Facebook, where the eye captures the moment, and it really does last forever. Be sure to check out alabamathebeautifulmagazine.com. With six convenient locations to serve you, Bankston Motorhomes is your local RV dealer. They have some of the top brand name RVs for sale at incredible prices. Whether you are looking for an awesome RV for a long-term road trip or a smaller or more lightweight RV for the occasional weekend getaway, Bankston Motorhomes is here to provide you with some outstanding options and deals that you just won't find anywhere else. For more information, go to bankstonmotorhomes.com or visit one of their six convenient locations in Huntsville, Florence, Warrior, Albertville, and Ardmore in Nashville, Tennessee. That's Bankston Motorhomes. Fuquay's Southern Soul Food is available at two locations, one in Rogersville in the Foodland Shopping Center on Highway 72 and one in Hartzell at 711 Nance Ford Road. Enjoy the salad bar and various delicious meats, vegetables, desserts on the all-you-can-eat buffet. Open Tuesday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m., Saturday, 7 a.m. to 8 p.m., and Sunday, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Go see my friends at Fuquay Southern Soul Food in Rogersville or Hartzell and tell them the Mark White Show sent you. Now, with tomatoes and other fresh produce, J. Calvert Farms in Coleman, Alabama is ready to serve you. Located at 30 County Road 260, Coleman, Alabama, you can go to their website at jcalvertfarms.com and follow them on Facebook and Instagram at jcalvertfarms. Give them a call at 256-636-2752. That's J. Calvert Farms in Coleman, Alabama. Hey everybody, this is Daryl Worley and you're listening to The Mark White Show. 
hey, step up and make a difference like he does. This is Nico Johnson from Andalusia, Alabama, assistant football coach at University of Texas. Be where your feet are. You listen to the Mark White Show. Hey, y'all, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you, yeah, you can make a huge difference in somebody's life. You just may not have figured out how yet, and that's why you're listening to the Mark White Show. Hi, I'm Crystal Gale, and you're listening to The Mark White Show, and one smile can make a difference. Hello, I'm Gene Stallings, and this is The Mark White Show. Get off the sideline and get involved and make a difference in your community. You are listening to The Mark White Show. My daddy is your host, Mark White. Welcome to another edition of the Mark White Show. I am glad that you can be with us today as I have a very special guest. You know her from Little House on the Prairie as Miss Beadle. Her name is Charlotte Stewart, and I am so glad to be able to have Charlotte. Welcome to the Mark White Show, Charlotte. Uh, Thank you, Mark. It's a pleasure to meet you. Well, it's great to meet you, and we have watched, me and my daughter Cora, as I mentioned, we have watched the Little House on the Prairie series probably three times now and we just started yesterday on the first episode again she wanted to go back to the beginning <laughs> oh that was yeah that was good when you first introduced the family yes. and, pa and laura and-, and my wife started reading the books to cora and then in the summer we actually went to mansfield missouri and i did an interview with one of the tour guides in laura ingles wilder's home they were they're very knowledgeable about the real history of the Ingalls family. Yes. And that's so important. You know, if we look back and think how history was, how things were, and I was just thinking about the opportunity I had when I was about six years old, there was a place called Greenfield Village. And my grandparents, as we were going up to see my uncle and aunt in Canada, they stopped at Greenfield Village. And I remember a little schoolhouse and a lady who was dressed in period clothing. And I'm up at the front of the school looking at the wood in the box as she's talking about what they would do to keep the schoolhouse warm and had their chalkboard. And I just loved that experience as a six-year-old. I remember it. And when you think about Little House on the Prairie and you can see people in period clothing and try to put yourself back in those times to think mm-hmm. about what it was like to live in those days. Yeah, it was hard. It was a, it was a hard life and the kids grew up fast you know, with the, all the responsibilities that they had. This morning, I was thinking about my granddad as he took me to Amish country when I was a little boy, <laughs> just because he wanted to show me how the young people worked. He drove through and he just like, Mark, this is how these young people, they start working. And then the next thing I know, I'm pushing a lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, uh, Allison Arngram for quite a long time, and I think she's starting over now, started reading the Little House books on on Facebook. Yes. She had a, a, every day she was on and she would read a new chapter. She's been through all of the books now. She also had a cooking show. So you got to interview her, talk <laughs> to her about things like that. Yeah, she's a kick in the pants. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things, Charlotte, I think about with people like yourself is I want to know who made a difference in your life, who made an impact when you were a young person, because we don't do it on our own. I can say, well, Mark did this or Mark did that or Charlotte did this. But truthfully, we had someone that stepped in and made a difference and impact on us. And sometimes it's positive, sometimes it's negative, but it leads us down our path. Who were those individuals in your life? Well, let's see, when I was in grammar school, I started, um, I wanted to go to the Catholic school. We were, I was raised Catholic. Um, 
But I wanted to go to the Catholic school because that's where my best friend went. So my mom switched me over to Notre Dame. And my first teacher that I remember was Sister Theodora. And she really, uh, when I look back on it, she really made a difference in getting my interest in school. I had no interest in school. I was a really bad student, not, not bad on purpose, you know, but I just wasn't interested. And she helped me get interested in the subjects that I, you know, I thought were kind of boring. Um, but I remember she said to me one time, Charlotte, God help you in spite of yourself. but I remember Sister Theodora as being you know one of my bigger influences I was never a very good student school in fact that's why when I graduated from high school all my friends were going to college and I couldn't basically because I didn't have the grades yes and that's what that's what it uh, when I decision to go to the Pasadena Playhouse and my mother was just shocked. She said, what, when did you decide you wanted to be an actor? <laughs> I said, I don't know. It just sounds sounds really interesting because it's the State Theater of California. And so she said, well, we'll see about this. <laughs> and we drove down to Pasadena and took a tour of the school. And she was really impressed. You know, it was, it, it was quite impressive there, a seven-story building with you know, dance class and ballet and, you know, history of the European theater. And, you know, you had to live in a dormitory. So that's what started my career was, you know, I got my first job a year after I started acting school, got job on the Loretta Young show. Now, did that happen, Charlotte, because of someone you met at the school and there was a networking, so to speak, for that to happen? How did you find the job? You know what? I, I don't really remember I, I know that they, they told me that I would, in order to work in the industry, I had to have an agent, and someone suggested this agent, and she wasn't a big time, you know, it wasn't Will, William Morris Agency or anything right. like that. Uh-huh. She had a little tiny office in Hollywood, and I think one of the other students was going to see her, and I went along, and she signed me up, and then I did a, a very low-budget film. Um, that I don't know that anything ever happened to it, but from there I got the first, my first job already on show and took off from there. And now I was looking on IMDB. Have you, are you familiar with IMDB database? Yeah. I, uh, I downloaded some stuff because I was curious myself, what have I done? (laughs) How did this happen? And it goes back um, to, you know, the, early 1961 was my first job and I have uh, according to IMDB I've done over 67 television shows wow which seems like a lot and I've seen you in several I've I've watched a lot of classic TV if you will and I've seen you in several Mm -hmm. TV shows and I would tell Cora or tell April and then April would argue with me and she would say no that's not her and I'd say yes it is I was a former police officer I know people's faces I remember faces (laughs) And she wants to Google, and she's like, okay, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And also, in some of my early jobs, I'm listed as Charlotte Considine, because I was married to Tim Considine, who was one of the sons on My Three Sons. And for a short time, I changed my, you know, my acting name. And then I went back after we divorced. But I was looking at my credits this morning on the IMDb, and there's some that are Charlotte Considine. Wow. 
and how did Little House on the Prairie come to be? If you think about all the many characters that are on the show, how did you become the teacher of Little House on the Prairie in Walnut Grove? I have no idea. I have no idea. I remember, you know, I, I would go on all these interviews for things, and I think I had done a bunch of gun smokes and bonanzas and, you know, all of those old, all of the Westerns. I'd done all of them. And uh, I got a interview, and I knew it was something to do with Michael Landon, um, but I had never heard. I didn't even know what Little House on the Prairie was. I didn't know it was a series of books. Wow. I had never heard of it before. So I went on this interview, and I walked into the, the waiting room, and there were all these ladies there, my age, dressed in Old West clothes. And I thought, here I am in jeans and a T-shirt <laughs> or something. And I thought, oh, it's one of those, you know. <laughs> and I walked into the interview, and there was Michael Landon. Wow. If you've ever walked into a room and see Michael Landon, you can't miss him. I mean, he, <laughs> all eyes are on him. He's just such a, you know, spark. And it, so they said, you know, what, you know, are you ready to read? And I said to the producer, it was a, it was a, a big office, and the producer was sitting behind this big desk, and and there were like maybe six or seven other men, including Michael Lennon, sitting around the room. And I said, may I sit behind your desk? And he, he looked at me, and he looked at Michael, and he kind of went, um, um, okay, because nobody had ever asked that before. Normally, you just go in and you have the script and you read and you leave. But he got up and moved over to one of the folding chairs, and I sat behind his desk and they were all kind of looking at each other, kind of giggling. And I slammed my hand on the desk. I said, quiet. They <laughs> looked at me. And then I proceeded to do the reading of Miss Beetle, meeting Laura and Mary coming to their first day at school. Well, <laughs> before I got halfway home that day, my agent called and said, you got the part. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's why. Because I became Miss Beetle, you know, in the, in the interview. Wow. So I don't know. I, sometimes I do the boldest things and I don't know why, <laughs> you know, it's just kind of instinctive. <laughs> we're, we're kind of in the same boat, Charlotte, because I really? do some, I started a tortilla factory years ago and I'm not from oh Mexico, but I had a Mexican restaurant and then I became a police officer and I was a tourism director and now I have a radio show. I mean, I've gone through all these it's different things, but it's just like I, I end up finding myself in places that I, when I'm in my eighties, I'm, somebody's going to ask me, well, Mark, how did this, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> it just happened. And it just happened. it's hard to trace it back. You'd love to, but it's yeah. hard to trace it back. Yeah. I just, um, I don't know. I, I've never said no to an interview or a part, you know, I think, you know, I, I, I never saw the reason to do that. You never know what's going to happen. That's right. Or who you're going to meet. You know, so why take a chance? I've I've never been. You know, sometimes the parts I get are like you know little tiny, but they lead to something else. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yes. I told a friend this morning, as he had actually let me come to his community and invited me to interview several people within his community. And mm -hmm. actually, there's a program called Baby Steps over at Auburn University, where if a young lady gets pregnant while she's in college. They will provide services to take care of her child while she continues her education. 
Oh, that's great. Yes. And so I had interviewed in Andalusia, Alabama, I had interviewed the future president of the National Alumni Association for the University of Alabama. And I mentioned that during my interview with the young lady who was over that program at Auburn. And I made the connection with the University of Alabama and Auburn to bring baby steps to Tuscaloosa. And I told my friend today, I said, you know what? I said, because you wanted me to come to your community and it led to that interview. Now we've got baby steps with their program at Auburn now talking to the University of Alabama. And that's how things happen. It's wonderful. Exactly. Exactly. You never know where it's going to go. So you say yes to everything. That's right. Never turn down an interview or anything. And yeah? I appreciate that because I wouldn't be talking to you right now, right? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> That's very nice. <laughs> Folks, right now, as you know, we're talking to Charlotte Stewart. She played Miss Beetle on Little House on the Prairie. And I hope you'll stick with us because we're going to have some conversations about life. We're going to talk about some things that, well, the reason for the Mark White Show includes some of this because my own father, he had his struggles. And I loved my dad, and I was with him the last three weeks of his life as he battled cancer. My father Mm -hmm. turned 58 on August the 19th of 2016, and that was the catalyst for The Mark White Show. And I hope you'll stick with us as I continue this conversation with Charlotte. You are listening to The Mark White Show, and I'm your host, Mark White. Make a difference. All we have to do is try. Every day's a chance to change somebody else's life. Let's all do something good today. Bob Sykes Barbecue has a big announcement. They are now delivering to your home or office. Just order online and we'll take care of the rest. Check them out at bobsykes.com. Since 1943, Athens Bible School has endeavored to provide quality education in a Christian environment and to equip young people with the tools to be successful. ABS is accredited by Cognia and a member of the Alabama High School Athletic Association. With the Bible at the foundation, with all of our curriculum from pre-K to 12, ABS has something unique to offer. Find out more information at AthensBible.com. With six convenient locations to serve you, Bankston Motorhomes is your local RV dealer. They have some of the top brand name RVs for sale at incredible prices. Whether you are looking for an awesome RV for a long-term road trip or a smaller or more lightweight RV for the occasional weekend getaway, Bankston Motorhomes is here to provide you with some outstanding options and deals that you just won't find anywhere else. For more information, go to bankstonmotorhomes.com or visit one of their six convenient locations in Huntsville, Florence, Warrior, Albertville, and Ardmore in Nashville, Tennessee. That's Bankston Motorhomes. This is Cora White inviting you to tune in every Saturday to Cora's Corner on the Mark White Show. Daddy knows he 
Welcome back to the Mark White Show. Right now, I have with me Charlotte Stewart. Many of you, most of you know her as Miss Beetle from Little House on the Prairie. This is such a joy to have Charlotte on the program today. It really is Charlotte. I've watched the program for years, just like many other people. It was in reruns by the time I came around. I always enjoyed Little House on the Prairie. It was something my grandparents would let me watch. My granddad being a preacher, he was pretty strict about what I could do. Little House was on the list of very short list of programs that Little Mark could watch on TV. Well, because it was from the point of view of a child. That's what made uh, in the books and the series so interesting. It wasn't um, about just about a family. It was about a little girl's point of view of that family. Um, Laura Ingalls wrote that uh, book with her daughter, one of her daughters, when she was, you know, in her 70s, I believe. Yes. And and so they were looking back at it as she, as her as she was a child. So it wasn't like she did this and she did that. It was I did this? I learned about you know Carrie falling down the well or whatever. It was. <laughs> <laughs> and it's interesting, Charlotte, because you mentioned that when you went in to do the reading for this particular part as Miss Beetle. You didn't mm-hmm. have a history of knowing about Little House on the Prairie, whether it was the books or any type of a show or anything. I didn't know anything about and it. And what is your appreciation level for the Little House on the Prairie now? Well, I'll tell you what happened. On uh, After I got the part, I thought, I've got to read this book. So I, I was at a swap meet uh, in Topanga Canyon where I lived, and I saw there was, there was a book. It said Little House on the Prairie. I said, that's it. That's the book. <laughs> So I bought it. It was, I think, 50 cents or something. And I sat down on a log and I started reading it. I didn't know it was a series of nine books. I thought it was the book. (laughs) And in the first chapter, Mary goes blind and the dog dies. I thought, what? What kind of a series have I just signed on to? (laughs) But then, of course, I learned that there were nine books. And it, it took Laura from childhood. To you know, through her marriage to Elmanzo and her having her own children. Yes. Did you have fun? You know, it was not like any other television series I'd ever worked on, and I had done so many series before that um, because it was all children, and especially where when I worked, it was all children because yes. I was always in the schoolhouse. And when you're working with children, you're also working with their parents because they have to have a parent or guardian with them when they work. And then there's this real school teachers uh, who, because the children have to go to so many hours of school a day. It's the law, you know, child actors. In fact, it's so funny. My first day on the set, I walked on and there was, you know, they have these um, folding chairs with your name on it. You know, the, the, I forget what they're called. (laughs) Director's chairs. All I know, the director has a chair and his name's on it. That's what I say. It's a director's chair. That's (laughs) right. And, and so there were all these chairs, you know, Michael Landon and Karen Grassley and it said teacher. And I went, Oh, (laughs) my chair. So I plopped down in it and the assistant director came over and he said, excuse me, Charlotte, that's not your chair. (laughs) But, says teacher he said no that's for the real teacher <laughs> oh <laughs> i thought i was the teacher no <laughs> so when i was working it was all children and their their you know parents or guardians um 
So it was quite a pleasant set to be around. And of course, Michael was there every day and, you know, whether he was in the show or directing it or whatever, and he just makes everything better. You know, he's got a he's really funny and he's irreverent. And he tells terrible jokes and, you know, and he's just great with the children, especially the little ones, you know, the, the actors that played Baby Carrie and Baby Grace. You know, he. how do you teach a baby to act? You <laughs> no know, idea. You have to <laughs> make them believe what they're doing, you know, and Michael would do that. You'd see him carrying the kids you know, around the set when they weren't actually shooting, you know, on his shoulders or, you know, he just, he had that natural ability. Of course, he had a zillion children himself. He had seven altogether. Uh, and he was a family man. That's why when we, when we shot, we were, we were able to go home at six o'clock. Every other television show I had ever worked on, you work till nine, ten o'clock at night. You come back in at six in the morning. Mm. It's exhausting. Michael was a family man, and his crew people were family people, and they wanted to go home and have dinner with their family. So he would shoot economically so that we're done by 6 o'clock and can go home. Nobody else ever did that. They just worked and worked and worked, and you're exhausted. But you can't do that with children. That's incredible. Because it's a limit to you know how many hours they can work a day. So you have to be economical. Well, I tell you, Charlotte, I'm glad that you enjoyed yourself because there was that one particular episode where it looked like Miss Beetle was heading out and Michael comes up to the the room and says, we want you to stay. If you weren't having fun, I guess you could have told Michael, hey, look, (laughs) I think think this is a great time for me to part. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was a difficult, um, that was a hard episode. It was a very emotional and Victor French you know, who played Mr. Edwards, he directed that episode. Wow. And while I, while we were doing the scene where Michael comes to fire me to say that the board has decided, you know, we're going to go with the male teacher, Victor pulled me aside and he said, don't let Pa see you upset. That's the only direction he gave me was hold your head high and accept what's happening. And that's nice. what Miss Beetle would do. And it was a wonderful bit of direction because I think I would have been, oh, no, I'm being fired. Or, you know, so, No, he said, no, hold your head high. Don't let him see that you're upset. And it made, it made the scene, you know, better. And it was a, it was a, a really good um, view of what Miss Beetle was like. Absolutely memorable. I'm getting chills yeah. as I'm sitting here talking to you right now, Charlotte, just thinking <laughs> about that, honestly. <laughs> That was a memorable moment for Little House on the Prairie, yeah. and it was created. I had no idea that Victor had done that. Incredible. Yeah, Victor directed, you know, about every third episode. Michael directed, uh, you know, a lot of them, and there was one other director that, that worked on the show, but they were best friends. <laughs> they were really good. He was a good foil for Michael. Yes. You know. Oh, yeah, great tag team. I know it was a, it was a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to watch, and I know people still enjoy it today. And I know that you enjoyed now yourself on the program. And that, and that makes me happy because I want people to enjoy what they're doing. It's really oh, difficult yeah. if we look back and we say, you know what? I wish I hadn't done that. It wasn't fun. I was miserable. And there are a lot of people living like that. And I don't want them to be that way. I want them to do what they no. love and what they have a passion exactly. for. Yeah. I mean, you, it was it was hard work, but, but it was so enjoyable because, you know, it was uh, – 
people knew who you were and you got treated well. And, you know, sometimes it's kind of embarrassing because you go, it was just the job, you know, but they said, but we watched it for, you know, sure. nine years with my grandma. You know, I, I read, I've had people come up to me at autograph shows and they take one look at me and burst into tears oh. and say, I say, I bet you watched it with your grandma, didn't you? Yes, mm. I did. You know, so seeing me that would remind them yes. that they were with, you know, their loved, you know, parent or grandparent when they were watching the show. That's powerful stuff, Charlotte. It was that kind of show. Of course, we got laughed at in Hollywood. Hollywood just, oh, that show, you're on that. So, mm. you know, we got no credibility at all. Oh, no, I'm but sorry. You know what? Look, look who's still on the air. Yes. Excuse me. <laughs> 50 <laughs> years later, we're still doing shows. You know, I'm still being recognized. There aren't that many so, shows that are doing that. No, there's not. Very there's few. Not. There's the Waltons. You know, when we go out and do our autograph shows, there's the Waltons. There's some, you know, that you say, oh, yeah, I remember watching that as a kid. But not that many. I Andy don't think Griffith. you can name more than three or four. Andy Griffith show, yeah. One of the things I brought up, Charlotte, was about my dad in the first segment. But my father was so proud of his Alcoholics Anonymous coins. When he passed away, that was the one thing I was looking for was to find those coins and to keep them as a memory of the times that he fought, what he yeah. felt like he couldn't <clears throat> win. Well, I'm in Alcoholics Anonymous myself. Um, and I carry my coins in my wallet because I'm very proud of it. I go every day and uh, it's a part of my life. And my sister, Amy, I'll just mention this. I love her to death. We weren't raised together. She's two years older than me, born in 77. She loved Little House on the Prairie, too. When we were kids, when we were living together, very young, she has let me know that she's sober now herself. Oh, God bless her. So I'm very proud of my sister and what she's been able to overcome in her life. Well, it's a commitment and it changes your life. And I recommend it for anybody who thinks that they have a problem. Um, there's nothing, you know, embarrassing about it or, you know, derogatory. It's just a fact of life. Some people are born alcoholic. My parents were both alcoholics. I think it runs in the family. My sister was over 25 years sober when she passed away. Uh, my brother was sober. So, you know, we learned our lessons and, uh, it's a part of my life now. You know, that's just what I do. I take commitments and, you know, sometimes I greet, I'm the greeter at the, t today when I go to my meeting, I'm the coffee maker. You know, everybody pitches in to make it a pleasant experience. So I'm very grateful for it. You know, it changed my life. And you realize you're not alone. There are a lot of people out there who are supporting you in that journey. And so that's very important. I've been open myself about severe depression that I've had in my life and, it will lead you down paths that you never expected you would go, but yeah. it could start from childhood trauma. It can start from other things that happen in our life. And then we turn to something, we turn to the wrong thing as far as being able to fill that emptiness that we feel inside. Yeah. Yeah. Or we turn to something that will make us not feel yes. as much, you know, to dull us down or, you know, it's, uh, it's hard. You know, people have a problem with alcohol or drugs. Um, it's hard to admit that you have a problem, but God bless the people that do. And I, I support them and they support me. So that's why I enjoy, go I go to a meeting every day. Um, just that's part of my routine now. 
It's like going to the gym for me. It's my emotional gym. Yes. <laughs> and I want people to know that every day matters and you'll have slip ups. There's times when things will happen, but you can stay on track and you can yeah. overcome this and every single day matters. I don't, some people will tell you to count the days. Some people will, will not, but it's dependent on the person and how they're able to, to deal with. But I want them to know that every hour, every minute, every second has value when you decide that you want to change your life, that it matters. It's not something that doesn't matter. We look at days sometimes and take them for granted if we're doing good. When we're doing bad, yeah. a day goes by a long, that 24 hours takes a long time to get through. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you understand that, and I hope your listeners understand that and that they will be supportive of friends and family members who have decided to change their life. Absolutely. that's really important. And speaking of family members, one of the things I wanted to talk about quickly was your encouragement when it comes to those who are battling breast cancer. You've gone through that yourself, and you had a great message. You talked about a special treatment that people get when they have breast cancer that they can go through six weeks and it's a special program. And I wanted you to have an opportunity to share about that. Oh, well, I, um, excuse me, when I, when I had my breast cancer, it was 1991. It was at the biggest hospital in Los Angeles and there was no aftercare. I didn't know about that, you know, there should have been an aftercare, but there wasn't. So I, about, you know, 20 years later, I moved to Napa, California, where I live now. And my niece had breast cancer, and she was going to the hospital after her surgery to a recovery program called New Beginnings. And it was available to anyone who had had any kind of cancer. It didn't have to be breast cancer, but any any kind of cancer where they would have group meetings where they would talk about their problems and their fears, and it was absolutely free for six weeks. And I thought that was just fabulous. And it was supported by donations. So I started donating at that point to the New Beginnings program. And how I donate now, I don't just write a check. I have a a business, a little side business, where I make what I call beetle bags. Beetle bags are tote bags, fabric tote bags with pictures from Little House on the Prairie. Right now I'm looking at one of the Ingalls family and there's one of Miss Beetle with Laura and Mary in the schoolroom. And there's one of Nellie sticking her tongue out. Anyway, I sew every day. And I sell these bags across the country, usually at events where I'm appearing. And I give 10% off the top to the New Beginnings program. And I've been doing that for almost 11, 12 years now. So um, I was very shocked and surprised and delighted to find my name on the wall. At the hospital. That is wonderful. Posted, uh, you know, people that had donated to their program there. And there was my name. I said to my husband, Michael, Michael, come here. (laughs) I never expected anything like that. And I never even um, counted how much I had given. But there I was on the $5,000 donation list. (laughs) And I was like, how did that happen? I would do, you know little by little by little over 11 years and there it was it's what it takes so i yeah it's what it takes little by little and it makes a big difference my wife is a seamstress too charlotte well she's gonna have to look at my beetle bag i will certainly have her look at those she is sewing right now she is great at alterations working on dresses and she'll be impressed oh, to know God that you sew her. yourself so she she loves well, any seamstress <laughs> 
I'll tell I'll tell you. Um, I'll send you some pictures of my bags. You can show her. Please, yes, absolutely. She'll love that. I told her I was talking to you today, and she was really excited about that. Yeah, I I set up a a table in in an extra bedroom. I, I made it into my workroom, and that's all it is is the sewing room. You know, I've got my work table and my ironing board and my sewing machine, and you know, I'm I work here every day. In fact, I'm looking at a bag that's on my sewing machine ready to be stitched. And that's my relaxation instead of just, you know, watching television or, you know, doing whatever, reading a book or something. I sit down at my sewing machine and I sew. And for each of my appearances, I take 20, 30 bags, you know, to each event. Very nice. Yeah. If somebody, Charlotte, wanted to get a bag, how can they do that? Is there a website they can go to to get a beetle bag? You know, I don't have a website, but I will allow you to publish my email. Okay. And they can they can um, write to me, or they can go on Facebook and and because I'm on Facebook and say they you know would like to see a beetle bag or something, but they can write to me, and I will be happy to give you my um, my email. Please, let's go ahead with that, and that way listeners can jump right in and write it down themselves right now. Okay, my email is, and now this is, um, my nickname is Lottie, which is the last part of Charlotte. So I call it Lottie Banks, L-O-T-T-E-B-A-N-K-S, at yahoo.com. Banks was my late husband's name, so I was Lottie Banks. Lottie Banks at yahoo.com, and I always answer. And um, they can express their interest in seeing a beetle bag, and I can send them back pictures and um, talk about what they want. That is terrific. Well, Charlotte, I'm glad that you shared that because I'm going to look forward to sharing this with April when she gets back from work and say, oh, look what Miss Beetle does. Look what Miss Beetle does. <laughs> the beetle well, bags. I got your email, so I'm going to send you some pictures that you can show her. Wonderful. And I, yes, absolutely. And I'll even share that on the Mark White Show page and let people see what you do. That would be great. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, because a portion of that goes automatically to the Queen of the Valley Hospital. Most New Begins happy program. to help. Yes, yep. absolutely. Thank That's you. a great cause. You're welcome. And I've really enjoyed this conversation today, and I look forward to maybe being able to talk to you again and having you back on the show, because this has been a lot of fun to me. Well, I look forward to that, too, Mark. Thank you so much. Take care and keep up the good work. All right. You have a great day. Okay. See you later. Bye-bye. Folks, here on the Mark White Show, we're recognizing difference makers and sharing their stories to encourage and inspire. And I hope that this message today from Charlotte Stewart has been an encouragement and inspiration to you. If it has, the thing you need to do now is share it with your family, your friends, and your neighbors, and let them know about the Mark White Show and what we're doing to make a difference in our communities around the country and the world. I want you to follow the Mark White Show on Facebook and Instagram and subscribe to the Mark White Show podcast wherever you get your podcast. You have been listening to a special edition of the Mark White Show with Charlotte Stewart, who played Miss Beetle on Little House on the Prairie. And this is Mark White encouraging you to find your purpose by making a difference in someone's life today. Marmac Real Estate has eight offices throughout the state of Alabama. That includes Decatur, Hartzell, Coleman, Florence, Killen, Muscle Shoals, Orange Beach, and Dauphin Island. There are more than 140 agents throughout Alabama. You can easily reach one of those agents by going to marmac.us and tell them the Mark White Show sent you.
There are moments in life you wish you could capture forever. Alabama the Beautiful is a new online magazine that preserves images from sweet home Alabama. Yours anytime, online, every month. Where the eye captures the moment and it really does last forever. Be sure to check out alabamathebeautifulmagazine.com. Thompson Roofing and Construction is a locally owned family business serving the North Alabama and Southern Tennessee area. They are a Better Business Bureau A-plus member since 2011 and a GAF Master Elite contractor. Give them a call at 256-952-3309 or check them out on the web at 256roofing.com. They offer free inspections. Thompson Roofing and Construction. Mr. Cecil Batchelor is the one that started this business as Dependable Service Center. And even though now it's Green's Dependable Hardware and we're a true value store, our tagline is still your Dependable Service Center. We've tried to keep that alive for all these years. Mr. Batchelor really started a good business. We're really excited to be carrying on a long-standing tradition. It's the oldest retail store in the city of Russell. We're Green's Dependable Hardware, 15220A, Highway 43 in Russellville. Alabama. We're right behind McDonald's or right across the street from the hospital. Number is 256-331-0123. The Dependable Service Center. Is it time for a haircut? Give my friend Philip Butler at Southwind Barbershop a call. Located in Rogersville, Alabama. You can call him at 256-247-5658. Make an appointment or just walk in. That's Southwind Barbershop in Rogersville, Alabama. Are you building your dream home? Or have you decided to stay in your current home and remodel? Either way, we all know that kitchens and baths are smart investments when it comes to the value and livability of our homes. Regardless of the project size or complexity, you want and deserve quality products and amazing service before, during, and most importantly, after the sale. A big part of that service is dealing with people that understand their products and can provide advice and consultation that you can rely on. Sounds like a tall order for sure. Who can give you the brands you know and trust and the professional help you deserve? Our friends over at Park Supply Company, of course. They are the go-to for all of your kitchen, bath, and DIY needs. Visit their locations in Huntsville and Athens and you will understand the difference of the Park Supply way. Large selection with the small hometown feel you love. Mention this ad and receive a one-time coupon good for $10 off of a $50 purchase. Go to parksupplycompany.com and connect with them today. Since 1943, Athens Bible School has endeavored to provide quality education in a Christian environment and to equip young people with the tools to be successful. ABS is accredited by Cognia and a member of the Alabama High School Athletic Association. With the Bible at the foundation, with all of our curriculum from pre-K to 12, ABS has something unique to offer. Find out more information at AthensBible.com. Ah, these are my kind of people. 